Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. This is a movie podcast where I discuss and review movies new and old. On today's episode, I'm going to be reviewing Creed 3, starring and directed by Michael B. Jordan. Before we get into the review, just a little housekeeping. Again, you can find this podcast wherever you get your podcast. so please uh, subscribe uh, to the show wherever you do receive your podcast. And if you can, rate and review. Hopefully you give it five stars. You can watch this podcast on the show's Twitter page, which is at Bend Your Ear Pod, the YouTube channel, which is also at Bend Your Ear Pod, and if you follow the Facebook channel, that's also there. You can watch the shows as well. Uh, that's uh, Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. So if you go to any one of those, please uh, like the Facebook page, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. You'll get notifications when the show goes live, and uh, you can watch any show on there or on the Twitter page as well. If you go to the pinned tweet you'll see the latest episode and if you go to the likes column on twitter you'll see all the previous episodes there if you want to watch it on twitter and uh, if you have any questions about the show uh, or if you want to get any of the episodes if you don't use a podcasting app i encourage you to go to the show's website that is letmebendyourear.com you'll get all the episodes there as well so i encourage you to check out the website all right let's go ahead and get into the review so this is going to be the review of creed 3 so if you're familiar with this, obviously, if you're a fan of the Rocky franchise, uh, you know, a few years back, they uh, decided to continue it with director Ryan Coogler, director and writer Ryan Coogler. So he's best known uh, for directing Fruitvale Station uh, and obviously the mega blockbusters Black Panther and Black Panther Wakanda forever. Uh, so he shepherded the the creation of the Adonis Creed character, which is the son of Apollo Creed, of course, the, the famous opponent of Rocky Balboa in Rocky One and Rocky Two. So uh, the first two movies, uh, the first Creed, very good. I think uh, took a lot of people by surprise. I think people were skeptical when that first Creed came out uh, about continuing this franchise. But obviously, the first two films uh, with Michael B. Jordan as Adonis Creed and, of course, Sylvester Stallone reprising his role as Rocky Balboa, both very successful. Now, in Creed Three, a couple things have changed. Uh, one... Uh, Ryan Coogler is not in the director's chair. He didn't direct the second one either. Uh, he wrote the screenplay, or actually Keenan Coogler wrote the screenplay, and he's a producer on this one, but he's not involved directing it. I'm sure he advised on it. And then this is going to be the first in the series without Sylvester Stallone. So if you've followed Stallone or, or his his uh, public gripes about a couple of things in the bigger picture about the whole Rocky franchise, you know, if you've read in the last few months, he's blasted the original producers, uh, Irwin and Chardoff, regarding you know, financial pieces of the franchise because, of course, he has a sensitivity to it as he created it, wrote the original screenplay, created the character, and and, and made it, a you know, a box office smash. But, you know, he's had some grievances with that. And he's had some smaller grievances, I think, against the evolution of the Creed character. So if you did see Creed 2, so there's going to be some spoilers here about that film. So obviously in that movie, Creed takes on the son of of Drago from Rocky IV, of course, played by Dolph Lundgren. And uh, his son, in that film, his son grows up to be a boxer. He's estranged from his dad. It's it's uh, There's a lot of, or his dad is estranged from his wife, excuse me. And uh, he raises his son to be a boxer, and then the, that's the challenge. So that film introduced that character, Drago's son, and I think his name is Victor, if I remember right. Let me pull it up here. I'm going to pull up the crew the uh, cast real quick yeah victor drago so he's yvonne's son ivan's son so then in this film uh he does appear in creed 3 but uh, stallone's complaint was 
that they were going to make a spin-off film, allegedly, I don't know if this is actually true, but the, the story was they were going to make a spin-off film with Victor Drago's character uh, and Ivan being in it as well, so Dolph Lundgren and, and Florian Montenot is the guy that plays Victor Drago. So apparently Stallone allegedly wasn't happy about that or, or actually more unhappy of the fact that they were going to do this without his blessing input uh, into it. So there's there's kind of beef going back and forth there. So needless to say, there's no Rocky Balboa in this film. So obviously, uh, it's disappointing in the sense that you always love to see that character and and in the interactions that Rocky had with Adonis. All right, so that being said, we go into this third film. Uh, another thing that's different here is uh, this is Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. Uh, so obviously, he's, a, he's an actor of, uh, of, of wide acclaim, uh, and uh, he is stepping into the director's chair for this film. So, Creed Three, uh, just on the surface, when I looked at after watching the film and even hearing and reading some of the the stories about it and what it was going to be about and what it ultimately ended up being, there's a lot of parallels to Rocky Three. So, if you remember Rocky Three, uh, that was the film where Rocky Balboa had, you know, of course he had beaten Apollo Creed, he had defended his title quite a few times, and you know was living the life of a champion, and you know the. And all the spoils that come with it, the money, the endorsements, the, the financial security uh, to provide for himself and for his family. So, of course, Rocky III uh, was pitting Rocky Balboa against an up-and-coming opponent in Clubber Lang play, of course, by Mr. T, one of my favorite uh, antagonists in the Rocky series. I know people love, you know, a lot of people love Rocky IV, and I like Rocky IV, but I'm a huge fan of Rocky III. So, of course, in that movie, of course, the Survivor song, I Have the Tiger, you know, Clubber Lang beats Rocky handily, and uh, and the rest of the movie is Rocky trying to regain what uh, Apollo tries to call him the Eye of the Tiger, the the same hunger that he had when he fought Apollo twice, you know, lost once, set won the second one. So Creed Three is kind of takes a similar tact, not exactly the same, but in this film, as we open it, Adonis Creed has left boxing. Uh, the movie starts uh, with him defending his title and then cuts to three years later. He has been out of the game, out of fighting. He's still owning, co-owning the gym uh, with his trainer running it. So um, that's played by uh, Wood Harris, who's played the, the trainer in all three films. So he's running that. You know, Of course, he's living his life with, uh, with his wife, played by the fantastic Tessa Thompson, who has been, in my opinion, one of the best characters of Creed. Her her portrayal the dynamic between her and adonis uh is fantastic that's she's one of my favorite parts of these of these films and she's great in this one as usual not a surprise she's really good so he's you know living the good life of course he's you know he retired the champion you know he owns the gym he's got endorsements he's just like i said just like rocky Balboa and rocky three just living that good life so as the movie progresses we find out that a childhood friend of his damian anderson played by jonathan majors has gotten out of prison after serving a significant time in prison so damian comes to talk to adonis and reconnect so as the movie progresses you don't there's a flashback sequence that shows damian and adonis when they were children uh, they were in a boy's home so at this period of time in, in adonis's life this is when he was at a boy's home. So this is before he went to live with Apollo's wife. 
and be raised by her, of course, played by Felicia Rashad. So this is in the period before that happens. So he is in this boy's home. You know, a lot of trouble kids are in there. Him and Damien are friends. They stick up for each other. And there's an incident that happens uh, where there is a confrontation with someone that's been really bothering them. So there's something happens, because I want to get to it. So something happens, and Damien pulls a gun and is arrested, and Adonis flees the scene. So Adonis is fine, nothing happens to him, and Damien ends up going to prison. So he gets out of prison, he comes to see Adonis, and and they have a uh, one of the early good scenes in the movie is there's a, they, Adonis takes him out to eat. They're sitting in the restaurant just talking about the past, talking about you know how Adonis is gone. He's asking how he's doing. And Adonis uh, pulls out some money to slide it over to him. Says, "Hey, look, you know, this hopefully this will help you out. And um, and uh, and if you need anything, let me know." So Damien immediately rejects that. Is actually pretty much insulted by that. He's like, "I don't, I don't need your money, man. I don't need your money." But he does ask him for a favor. He does ask him. He asks him to give him a shot at the title. So Adonis is training the current champion of the world, and. He, Damien wants a chance to fight him for the title. So Damien was a number one ranked boxer before he was incarcerated. So he wants that opportunity to continue what he had going before he went to prison. So of course Adonis is like, look, I want to help you out, but look, man, I can't just give you a title shot. That's not how that works. You got to work your way up. If you want to train in my gym, that's fine. We can help you. We'll get you with a trainer. We'll get you fighting. We'll get you... Uh, that 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 path started back up again. Uh, you haven't really boxed in, in in you know 20 years, so it's not something that's really feasible. So again, you know that's what he asked for, and then they kind of part ways. And then as the movie progresses, um, Adonis's fighter is training for a title shot, and the opponent is injured. So the opponent is injured. That he's going to fight, so there's a vacuum there. So then Adonis uses that opportunity to get Damien his shot. So that's the basic setup of Creed Three. So this film, there's a lot to like about it, and uh, let me get into that. So let me start. I usually go to the performances last, but I'm going to go to the performances first. So of course Michael B. Jordan is comfortable in this role as Adonis Creed. I think he did, he can do it, you know, in his sleep now, and that's a good thing. He just he plays the role well. He's great. And as I stated a couple minutes previous. The relationship between him and his wife, played by Tessa Thompson, and their daughter. So, of course, if you've watched the other Creed films, you know that um, his wife um, is hearing impaired. Uh, so she is a singer, and, of course, that impairment has really kind of not derailed her career, but her career has not gone in the direction that she wanted to because of her hearing. And, of course, their daughter is deaf. So there's some very sweet scenes between Adonis and his daughter, uh, and they use sign language throughout those, you know, those scenes, which is great to see. Just uh, the comfortable, the comfortableness which they are with the ASL using the sign language. Some sweet scenes between Adonis and his daughter, and of course, the the dynamic between uh, Adonis and his wife is fantastic as well. So those performances are good. Uh, the girl that plays the daughter is really good as well. Those family sequences uh, are good, which is I think is another thing that they take from the Rocky franchise. You know, Sylvester Stallone's always talked about how how important of a character. Uh, that Adrian was in those movies, and I think in this in this scenario too, uh, his wife is a very important character. She grounds him, she keeps him 
balanced. It's it's just good good dynamic, and it's and it's really well done. And of course, you have Jonathan Majors coming in as as Damian Anderson. Uh, like I said, this he's become his star as ascending. You know, he was in Ant Man and the Wasp. I think he was in the TV show Love Lovecraft Country, but I never watched that. And then now he's in this film as well. So he's fantastic in the role uh, as Damian Anderson. You know, he's got a very you know distinct style and an intensity about him. And in this film, as as you start to see what's fueling Damian Anderson, it's kind of this. Like I said, go back to the Rocky Three comparison. You know, Clubber Lang was hungry. He wanted to be the champion. He didn't want any BS about it. He thought Rocky was a clown and was going to show him that. And Damien um, has a similar, I don't know if you want to call it chip on his shoulder, but it's a, it's a you see what fuels him. A couple things fuel him. He thinks that Adonis took the life that he should have had. He thinks that Adonis was a coward for fleeing and not helping him while he was incarcerated. And he's got that fuel and that anger and that and that fire to take what he thinks is his. Uh, so that's that's the that's the drive and that's the kind of the tension and the conflict uh, that drives the majority of the movie. So again, the performances are good all the way around. Uh, like I said, I go back to Wood Harris as, as Adonis's trainer. And the thing with these kind of movies, uh, with this movie, so like I said, there's always going to be a predictability about them. There's kind of a there's kind of a blueprint of how these movies go. So if you are a fan of that blueprint or you don't you know, it's not going to really be a detriment. And I'm not even saying this is a criticism. There's, you kind of know where a lot of it's going. So the key to these movies and whether they're they're enjoyable or not is do you enjoy the ride getting to what the conclusion ends up being? And in this case, I can say I did. I thought it was really good. I thought it was entertaining. Uh, I thought it was the, the big thing about these movies too and with Creed 3 as well. The sequences where there's no fighting, no boxing, when there's, when there's human interaction drama, the conflict that's that's driving all of these characters uh, is interesting and uh, well done. So that's the key to making these movies really successful. And I think this movie does that. And like I said, of course, you have the third act when, of course, Adonis is going to fight Damien. Uh, so he comes out of retirement to do that. You have the training montage, all of that stuff. And, and what I can say about that stuff is you either, at this point in the history of Rocky, you know, going on, it's going to be 50 years, uh, you either... Love it or you don't. So if, if you're in on them, you're in. If you haven't been on any of these Rocky movies or Creed or any of that type of movie before, this movie's not going to change your mind. You're not going to go all of a sudden, oh, I'm in now. Either if, you, if you're in before, you're going to be in now. And like I said, what I can say as far as a review of this movie is if you're in, that's great. But even beyond that, it's entertaining. Like I said, the characters are great. Uh, the story is good. He does some interesting things. There is, and I don't want to... There's a in the final fight sequence when he fights when Adonis fights Damien, he uh, Michael B. Jordan, the director, makes an interesting decision on how a certain part of that fight is filmed. So he does it a certain way to do two things. One, I think to differentiate it from the rest of the fight sequences and all the other series because this has never been done this way before. And secondly, to show the passage of time in the fight. So you know you have the fight montage. You know obviously. In the Rocky films or even the Creed films, if it's a 15-round heavyweight fight, you're not going to see all 15 rounds because there's not enough cinematic time to do that. So they always compress it. They have a montage of rounds. You usually see the round girl coming up with, their, with the round number, and then they just 
you know, kind of scroll through the music plays and the fight happens. You see all the big hits. This does it that as well, but it does it in a different way. It takes a, a certain cinematic change, and I thought it was really interesting and I thought very effective because it underscored the real personal nature of the of the conflict between Adonis and Damien. So that cinematic technique I thought was very unique. I won't say what it was. You'll see it when you watch the movie. But I thought it worked, and I liked I liked the fact that he tried to do something different in in a in a genre where it's you know kind of everything's been done. So it's kind of hard to bring something new to it. And I thought that cinematic technique brought something new to it. So it was definitely interesting. So if you do watch the movie, look for, look out for that. You'll see it. It's very obvious. It's nothing subtle. Uh, it's a very dramatic, very uh, in your face in a good way kind of change of how they do that final fight sequence. So again. Uh, I enjoyed Creed 3. I thought it was entertaining. Uh, the question always comes up when you see these movies, and I don't know the answer to it, is uh, Is this the last Creed movie with Michael B. Jordan? Are they going to make a th- another one? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question to, to, to think about because I'm not sure with, where they would go with it. Uh, you know, like I said, that being said, of course, there's been seven Rockies and they always find another opponent or another reason to do it. So I, never, I wouldn't say that there wouldn't be, but I'm not sure... I don't know if Michael B. Jordan's interested in doing any more, even if this movie, I mean, this movie I think has done pretty well successfully financially, uh, even if it's, a, if it's a big hit. I don't know if that means he's going to do it. What I've read, don't know how true or not it is, is that Michael B. Jordan is looking to extend this universe into other mediums, specifically, I think, television, uh, to tell stories. Uh, I don't know if other films or spinoff films or, or, or stories, which goes back to the original beef that I think Stallone may have had about what they're planning to do as far as expanding this universe, specifically not with Rocky, but obviously, but with Creed and where they would go with that. Uh, so I don't know if there was going to be another Creed film in the offing. That's uh, and that's an interesting question. Based on this film, I don't know. I mean, you can always, there's really never any finality to any of these films. So they're always, if not open-ended, at least obviously because of, of the genre of fighting, there's always, like I said, there's always another opponent, another reason, I guess, that can be created to have Adonis continue to fight or to, to continue to have a career and thus have more films. So Creed 3, I am going to give uh, on my Van Gogh scale, I'm going to give Creed 3, I'm going to give it four Van Goghs out of five. So on that scale, that means it was a it was a very good movie. It's a movie I would watch again. I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't give it five Van Goghs because five Van Goghs are, that's uh, not so much a perfect movie, but a movie that I consider an all-time classic that I, that I would rewatch over and over and over again. I don't think this rises to the level of that, but it is a very good movie, and it's a movie I would see again, and I would recommend people go see. So on that scale, I give uh, Creed 3, 4, Van Gogh's out of 5. Again, the movie is directed and starring Michael B. Jordan, also has Tessa Thompson, Felicia Rashad, Jonathan Majors, Wood Harris, among others. So again, I'm going to go ahead and give Creed 3, 4, Van Gogh's out of 5. So again... You're listening to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. This is a movie podcast where I discuss and review movies new and old. You can listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, or wherever you get podcasts. If you type in, uh, go to Google, type in Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast, you'll be able to find it anywhere. As As I stated before, you can view this podcast on the YouTube channel on Facebook, and on Twitter. The handle for Twitter is at BendYourEarPod. That is also the handle for the YouTube channel. If you subscribe to the YouTube channel, which I encourage you to do, you'll get notifications when the show goes live. And you can also watch the show on the Twitter page for the show, which is at BendYourEarPod. 
So you can go there, click on like, all the shows are available there. And again, please come to the website, letmebendyourear.com. If you want to email the show, the show email is at Benjur, or again, I will get the, this has been a long running Guinness Book of World Records, me not getting the email right. So here we go. Bend your ear podcast at gmail.com. One of these days, I will get it right on the first try. Don't know if it'll be soon, but hopefully one of these days. Again, if you want to email the show, it's bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. Again, bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. And again, I want to thank all the people that watch the show, listen to the show. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the downloads of the podcast. So continue to do that. If you have a friend that may like a movie podcast, please uh, recommend it. And I would ask if you follow the show on Twitter, if you see my tweets out there regarding new episodes, please uh, like them, retweet them, share them. That'd be great. I'd really appreciate that. Uh, this is an independent podcast, so it, this is the only way we'll get any kind of traction about getting more viewers and more subscribers and more listeners is by you guys out there recommending the show to other people. The other thing you can do, uh, if you have a minute or two, if you don't mind, on any whatever podcasting platform you listen to the show on, especially if it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, but wherever you listen to it, if it's on a podcasting app, please rate and review the show. Hopefully, you give it five stars. The reason for that is the more ratings and review a show can get, the higher in search results the show will show up in. Uh, when people are seeking out a new movie podcast. So again, if you could do that, I'd appreciate it. So again, Creed 3, starring and directed by Michael B. Jordan. I'm giving four Van Goghs out of five. And uh, I would say check it out. Uh, it's still playing in the theaters right now. I don't think a digital release has been um, made yet. So definitely check the movie out. I think you will enjoy it. And until the next episode, I'll see everybody soon. Take care.